This show is part of the Headstuff Podcast Network. Did somebody order an all-star? My name is Keen, and welcome to Sissy That Pod. We are discussing All-Stars 7 all-winner season in this week's episode. A season I'm so excited about. The episode you're going to hear actually aired in the workroom a few weeks ago when James and I were sharing our thoughts on the Queens after they were just announced. We're going to move that episode into the main feed here. You're going to get to hear it here. So just bear in mind, you know, if anyone has been cancelled in the interim, <laughs> that will not have been covered in this week's episode. Head over to our Instagram, at CCDepod. Let us know who you're most excited for, who you think is going to win the whole goddamn thing. We're super excited for the season and we hope you are too. Um, and if you want to check out the workroom, if you're like, God, I wish I got to hear this the week it, the, oh, the week the announcement was made, then please come along and join us. The more, the merrier. You can head over to headstuffpodcast.com. It's only five euro a month with inflation. That's becoming cheaper and cheaper. And you get access to all of our premium content. We cover all the international franchises. We covered Spain. We'll be covering France. All, all of those in there. We've got your coverage. So don't worry. But yeah, for now, let's kick off the episode on the Meet the Queens of All-Stars 7. Okay, well, I'm going to start this off by, like, going to before anyone walked into the workroom. And I know that we swim in maybe slightly more spoiler-polluted waters than a lot of people, but, like, I just am, like, I've decided that I am going to proactively distance myself from spoilers when it comes to, like, casting of these things, because the same with UK versus the world... I knew from maybe like pride of last year who was like who who were the rumored queens to be on this and I just kind of was like I saw a couple of reaction videos and I saw a couple of like reactions online from people who obviously had had no idea that this was actually coming had mm-hmm. no ideas that this was going to be kind of a you know who the cast were going to be and like the excitement was really palpable and it was such an exciting thing to see and it was amazing to see so many amazing people back in the workroom and I was just like you know what James you've done this to yourself by like by being too like up to date on the like kind of non spoilery spoilers, if you mm. know what I mean. Like I don't look at the stuff like who's going to go home or what that kind of stuff. But like, you know, I'd, I think I'd have rather to have had this just drop on Wednesday and for me mm-hmm. to be able to be like, oh my god, I wonder who's going to be on it, because that would have added massive levels of excitement to seeing Shea Coulee back into the workroom. Like, I, you know, one of the best queens, I think one of the like most accomplished and like put together queens that we've ever had on Drag Race back in the competition, just missed out on that season nine win because of like the, the Rose Gate, came back, did a stellar job throughout, like was really like probably the only, like the jewel in the crown of a quite underwhelming All-Stars season, yeah. the COVID All-Stars 5 season. So very excited to see her back and competing against some queens that I think will give like excellent competition. Yeah, it's funny you say that. Like, I I actually sometimes feel, in, in All-Stars terms, I like that I knew the lineup ahead of time. I have actually decided I'm going to stop. Because, you know, we used to say, we used to, I used to try delve into the spoilers to try work out what episodes were, were on when in order for us to get a good guest to book them for. I'm actually thinking I'm going to try avoid that in future because I end up stumbling upon the occasional spoiler there and it does ruin the fun. But in terms of the lineups, I actually am glad I knew this one ahead of time because 
A, watching it, I was still so excited watching it. I was like, oh my God, this feels real. I get to see them all again. But I think if I was watching it, I think I would be like, please let there be a Bob the Drag Queen or something. And I think I would have ultimately been disappointed. Whereas at least now I'm at peace with who the cast was going to be. And I had this whole new renewed excitement around actually seeing them back and seeing them all together and seeing them all interact. No, I I do. I actually get what you mean there in that like, there there certainly are like a lot of winners that I would have liked to, you know, that I think that, in isolation without a knowledge of like who this is going to be or who without without the pre-spoiling I guess you could be like oh my god I'm really excited to see this person I'm really excited to see that person but like you know even without like directly looking at who's going to be on it you know you're not getting a Bob because they've been very vocal about not going on it you know you're not getting a Bianca you know you're definitely not getting a Tyra you know it is highly unlikely you're getting a Sharon so you know, you kind of have an idea of who are the ones that you are. And like, as well, because you know that these things are filmed like a good bit out, you know that anyone who was a winner within the last year, so a lot of the international winners probably not going. So you kind of are thinking, right, well, I know I'm picking from like pre-21 queens and mm. I know that those ones are... But no, I do know what you mean. Um, but even so still, interesting. I was I was jealous of all those people seeing this for the first time and being gooped and gagged. Or... Keen cynical corner We're pretending to be together. <laughs> uh, yeah so Shay Calais walks in I think you and I Both refer to Shay As sort of like Top class queen Can do everything well um, You know Is instant winner Written all over them And yeah Like I still think she Like for me Straight away I think this is going to be A Shay and Jinx top two I I have Shade, Jinx and Monet are, are my, my three for the for this. Okay. I think that that is just how it's going to go. And I think that, like, I... If I, like, you know, I have a very clear idea of what way it's going to go just based on kind of where I think the Queens fall. But I think top three is going to be is, is going to be Shay, Monet and Jinx. Like, and that is just in my mind. And that would feel right to me as well. Yeah, like, I suppose in theory, Shay is the most recent winner of the batch. Because she's an All Stars five, even though Jada is like the most recent person to have appeared on the show. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm sure Shay has lots of money; like they're very, very successful. So, like, yeah, like even just thinking about all the challenges, I guess stand up is the only thing that they didn't particularly do overly well in All Stars five. But like, yeah, it's gonna be hard to see how they're gonna be here. Yeah, I'm trying to remember who they did. So they did an excellent Naomi for for Snatch Game in season nine. Mm. They did uh, Flavor Flav. very good Flavor Flav in All Stars. So they have like they have the comedy chop there. They did some very fun little skits in um in in, in season nine. See, season nine was like season nine was a real high point for the, mm. for the show as well. Like it really like the best of the best in terms of queens and like really excellent challenges as well. Whereas yeah. All Stars five was a bit muddled. So mm. the, I. I like I can barely like with the exception of the snatch game that amazing pink gown that Shay wore and the like really awkward this is love or I'm in love music video they had to do Mm. like I don't remember much more from that season so I'm not 100 like coming from season and it was interesting because I noticed that in the talking head bits when they were like introducing the queens that were coming in they were focusing on the season that they had won so they didn't show anything from season nine within shay's kind of like clip package and it, it kind of made me think like shay a lot of the affection i have for you and a lot of the like oh my god like you are a winner you are comes from like what i remember from season nine more so even than all stars five mm, interesting like i think 
like I think she thinks she won easily I guess like there was that pink gown there was also do you remember the red gown she wore at the stand up that she was like I'm not going to do well oh yeah the gorgeous kind of prom dress yeah she also did the pole dancing for the talent show and then she won Snatch Game with Flavor Flav as well she beat Jujube even though mm-hmm. Jujube had the more iconic meme out of the whole Snatch yeah. Game so uh, and I always remember her lip sync against Lisa Edwards to the Neutron Dance by Sister Sledge, which I loved as well. But yeah, I think she had b- bigger competition in season nine and therefore got to sort of show more grit. Whereas I think she, you can only be as good as the challenge will let you. And there was some dodgy challenges, what the RuPaul hometown cookout that was one, oh, or the, the TMZ challenge was awful, or where they had to design a room. Like, but yeah so like no one came out of that well that season really second in was Jada again looking so well first of all I love the the, that orange on on Shay and then I thought Jada looked fantastic as well Jada's probably the one I I know the least for this season yes I agree with you because I think that like obviously the entire like the season 12 girls were like really I remember when we were covering it like it really was the kind of like the season that everything went wrong because Mm. it was a super strong cast and I think that Jada got like Jada was undoubtedly an excellent queen and like deserved winner but she was overshadowed in terms of like personality by the likes of like well Crystal Method and Chichi Good and you know and then also there was all that drama about you know the other individual we don't need mm-hmm. to talk about um so i do feel like Shay, like that the jada is kind of walking in a little bit sort of as someone that i that i don't know very well and i do think that like when season 13 came back around i think that like there was something looking back now on season 13 i think the cast in season 13 was really stacked with like people who are kind of you know, very, very, very memorable. And I just feel like she kind of got, like, I think that the top three of season 13, that like, or four, was it? Top four of season 14, that like mm. the, the lucky video, like they sort of steamrolled the top four of, of season 12 in a way. And like, obviously they had the COVID closing ceremony as well. So I would feel like Jada in a way to me walking in feels like she's almost coming back to do her first real season because it's the first one that was like a real finale potentially. That's interesting because I would say season 12 as the strongest American season that we've covered of the three of them. I think in terms of like just the characters, like even down to Rock M. Soccer is somebody I always like seeing on my screen. Heidi and Closet, Jackie Cox, you know, Nikki Doll's going to be the head of France. Like I just think the whole cast had kind of like season nine, so many iconic characters, even who were somewhat early outs that I don't have any affection for in in the same light as season 13. Like, I don't think of Tamisha Mann anymore. Olivia Lux, I don't particularly think of. Denali was good, but I have sort of forgotten about her. So, uh, what about you, I do think she... Yeah, no, I like Utica. I didn't say Utica for a reason, because I do think <laughs> Well, no, uh, I, think, I think in terms of the top four, I think you are right. Like, I think that throughout the season, you had, like, season 12, obviously, you had Jan, Heidi, mm. as you said, Jackie Cox. Like, you had all these big characters who I think kind of, like, took up all the air in the room throughout the season, so you didn't really get a chance to know Jada until, yeah. like, the very, very latter part of the season. And then when you would have got that opportunity to really get her shine, which would have been on the massive produced kind of live finale, you ended up with this really awkward zoom-in thing. So mm. I think that she lost her opportunity to make a big impression. Because, yeah. like, I don't feel like she managed to... Like, I don't feel like she managed to kind of 
I suppose break through some of the other characters that were there in season in season um in season twelve. Whereas what I was saying about season thirteen is like the top four. I think the top four in season thirteen are much more memorable than the top four on season twelve. Even your even your gal crystal. Even my gal crystal. Even my gal crystal. I do I do love crystal method, but I just think like like Gottmik has to be one of the most Gottmik can use. Gotmik, Candy Muse, and and Simone, and like I mean, I I do I don't want to dismiss Rose. Like, there's no dismissing Rose there, but mm. like the three of them are three of the most iconic people we've had on Drag Race. Okay, collectively, yeah. over the last however many years. I see, I see what you're going for. I think another thing with Jada, and it's kind of what you're getting to, is her win was kind of like a Trixie Mattel win in a way, which was like, okay, well Sherry Pie was supposed to win, and then she got cancelled, and then Gigi, and well, we don't know this, but. And I actually don't believe this, but it it was accused that Gigi was supposed to win. But then after the murder of George Floyd and the huge Black Lives Matter, people started saying Jada only won because she's black. I personally don't think that's true, like with Monet. But it kind of added more discredit to her win once again. Not only was it over Zoom and everything. So it's kind of like the win is undermined from the go. So I'm really happy she's here to show that she deserves to win. Because yeah. I was Team Jada, I remember at the time. And I think she definitely showed in the season that she deserved to win. I think she's a fierce all-rounder. She can like dance. She can. She wasn't great at comedy, I don't think, but she did a decent snatch game. She can sew. The beat's amazing. So like, she has everything it takes to do really well. And yeah, I, 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 I'd agree. So the person I'm least looking forward to the whole cast is up next, Evie Oddly, winner of season eleven. And I find my my reaction to this interesting because I was Team Evie in season eleven, even though arguably Brooke should have won yeah. with three wins. Um, and it's just since then and maybe it was how they came across as such a dud character in Vegas Review or something but I've just found their output since the show I've like I haven't really seen it haven't really engaged in it like not interesting and I've kind of forgotten about them and we never got that single the one that they were doing their burlesque dancing No, I I no, I completely agree with you. Um, like, and I think like it doesn't like obviously we've gotten to know Brooke now in a completely different capacity as the the judge on on, on Drag Race Canada, and you see like the the effortlessness with which she carries herself, the poise she has. You just really can see this like strength, and it's like I suppose it does come down to the fact that you see obviously the decision can get made on the night by basically having a, a an outstanding an outstanding look uh because that mirror faced thing was was amazing and i do like yeah it, it's unusual because i don't i just forget about her now like she kind of feels like a, she doesn't she does i i don't think of her when i think of the winners and i always and i kind of do would think of brooke being more in in that in that place i, I am an overly excited for her i didn't love season 11 i find season 11 was a was a painful one to get through like the, like even thinking back on it now and kind of going right well we had the likes of like nina west but nina west never really managed to like kind of maybe give what people had anticipated um and yeah like vanji was there kind of carrying the season in a in a comedic way but there was no one that i really was like overly invested in and then when evie came around to win like she was the kind of the kooky queen she was like the kind of in the model of like sharon needles and we had a hat hadn't had a queen like that in quite a while so yeah i i don't know i'm not overly i i i would place her as an early out if there were people going out that is true <laughs> <laughs> look maybe maybe she like she she gave some good uh, you know 
self-made drag with some good concepts like I always do enjoy her jellyfish look with the umbrella like I thought that was good and she had some interesting points of view so it'll be interesting to see how that can now go with a few more years experience and $100,000 what she's going to bring us on there but I think amongst this cast who have the reputation of having some of the best runways ever I'm not sure because that's no. her strength. I think there's other queens who have that strength, but it's a stronger strength than hers, and that's what I think she'll put on. Uh, yeah, no, I think that like if, if we're if we're looking at the the like the MBTI thing, like if if drag queens are assigned different like kind of levels of charisma, uniqueness, nerve, and talent, like uniqueness is definitely the thing that she has. The 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 that's her like primary strength. But there are other queens here, I think, who are bringing that in a different, stronger way. And I think you just have more interesting insights and can flex in other directions. Yeah, I think so too. Uh, Trinity the Tuck is probably the second the, the second last queen I'm, I'm the most excited for. Again, I kind of felt she deserved to win season or All-Stars 4. I thought she had, uh, like, even though Naomi Smalls was on the season, I thought she still had the best runways. Um, I like she's such a polished queen. She can kind of do everything. But yes, I find her hard to like. And I know there's the whole... She Devil by Night. Drama as yeah. well. And I don't know if they're going to get into that or not. But uh, she's now also a trans, come out as trans as well. So, you know, I'm, glad, I'm happy for her. And, and that might be addressed in this season too. So, yeah, it's like, it's, for her, it's kind of like seeing an ex that you're like, oh, I'm looking forward to seeing them again. But I feel conflicted in my emotions towards them. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I would say that I am, um, I would say that I am, I'm not overly excited. I, I, but I also kind of feel like as if I know they'll, they'll win me back around because I did think that like, you know, they, they were very strong in season nine. They were a front runner in that season. I thought they had kind of a hard edge. They managed to soften it up coming back for their all stars. Um, I did think that they probably deserved the, the kind of the outright win on that season um and you know based on their like run across the 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 entire set of challenges and i did leave that season having an enormous amount of affection for them but then i don't know like there has been something since like and even in this kind of like when they were talking about it they were like oh you know i don't need drag race i've traveled the world i've it's kind of a little bit it's all a little bit sort of brash yeah a bit up themselves Mm. Yeah, no, it is interesting. And again, if I think who's one of the best queens who's been on Drag Race, she doesn't come to my mind straight away, even though I could probably make the case that what she's given on the show is definitely up there. Um, So, yeah. But, like, in terms of the drag, it is it is it's flawless. It's the character that's flawed. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> like a good Shakespearean play. <laughs> Speaking of somebody who I kind of feel is the opposite, like mirror opposite of Trinity, is Monet Exchange, who I think on All Stars 4 had definitely elevated their drag. Was it as up to scratch with Naomi or... Um, trinities but like so lovable and even though she you know almost gave us a manila moment like so great to see like love having her on our tv and then i think since that show seeing her in the pit stop and stuff and seeing the drag she's done after all stars four is like oh she actually she actually does have drag on a winner's level now it's kind of come after the show no i completely agree like i mean i think that she's you know 
has been on one of these upward trajectories where kind of like her her season 10 appearance you could see the 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 like a diamond in the rough there and she came back from all stars and you know her her ride in all stars wasn't pristine there there was issues and there there was you know challenges she didn't do particularly well in but she definitely like she won that last episode undoubtedly like her her like entire and her drag since the show has absolutely elevated and like also i mean just like as a personable individual like they're one of the queens who you stop to listen to their interviews i like the sibling rivalry with bob i think they're the sort of person who kind of you know just feels like a compelling person to be around or to watch and they're sort of like able to hold their audience so yeah I, I'm very excited for them and I, I think that like they're kind of one of those queens who all they really needed ever to do was like get the looks right and they, they, they had the potential to do everything else I will say I'd like them to smash Snatch Game out of the park because we got a good Maya Angelou on season 10 and we got a bad Whitney Houston on All Stars 4. So, and I think that this, like, you know, I think that kind of, that could be the the thorn in the side of Monet Exchange is maybe lacking that little bit of insight because I think even though All Stars 4 was a number of years ago at this point, we were already at the point where we understood that, you know, picking on like you know using someone's addiction or using someone's kind of using using someone's trauma to mock them was unacceptable and like I was surprised that someone who is such like an outspoken kind of advocate in so many ways would have chosen to kind of like go the way of sort of you know accessorizing their performance of Whitney as a, a, a in the kind of Bobby Brown very negative era so i like I, I i hope that like they've got a bit of insight and do something and, and give us something like positive and enjoyable where we can laugh with rather than at. yeah yeah i think so too i'm actually just looking at the cast now so shay won all-stars five snatch game trinity won all-stars four snatch game jinx won season five snatch game and the vivian won uk season one so we have four snatch game winners in this season which i think is going to be interesting mm-hmm. and hopefully would you rather it be a snatch game of love or a straight up snatch game straight up give me give me normal give me straight up snatch game and i'm not i'm 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 over snatch game this time yeah i have said that I, it needs it needs to be retired but i think in this capacity because you have people who know how to improv who understand what the concept is who we proven track record of like like fun and i i yeah i think straight up normal snatch game none of this like breaking it down yeah I think so too. Speaking of Snatch Game winners, Jinx Monsoon is up next. I think out of all the queens, she is the most highly and you know excited. Got the biggest reaction, I think, with the fans online to see her back in the workroom. Um, yeah, and I don't really see how they're going to trip her up, to be honest. No, I I, I think like it, nor do they want to. You know, it's not even yeah. like she's walking in there and there there's an idea that they might want to kind of like have a narrative of like someone who's like not proven. Like she has been so creative so interesting the work she has done since uh since she was on the show has been absolutely amazing i think that she is going to like i'm i'm extremely excited i'm most excited for her she is the Mm. queen that i'm most excited to see back in the workroom for this and i think that like i i want her to just really you know excel across this competition yeah now there's part of me that wonders like 
will we root for her enough that when she's not being bullied openly on the show? You know, because part of her appeal is that she was the underdog and you had Alaska talks undervaluing her and picking on her and not appreciating what she was putting forward. And, you know, the, the audience like her and, and they root for her. So if she goes in there now as the top dog, will she become less relatable? Possibly, but I also think her drag output is so flawless i mean I, i'm not entirely sure how fashion she's going to be but i think in terms of character she'll be the best yeah i would i i actually think that between it'll be between her and the vivian on this season snatch game like i think yeah. the two of them are the queens who i would be who i would be most excited to see working against each other in that because mm. i i think that the vivian is another one who's able to really embody a character in the way that jinx <laughs> can and i actually think that jinx doesn't like I think that like the the underdog na- narrative in the first season in the in season five is obviously very helpful to her, but I think she genuinely is just an incredibly likable person as well. Yeah. So I think that that is going to mean like you know she's going to have that congeniality. Mm, I think so too. Raja is the seventh queen to walk into the run room. Run room into the Work run room. room. <laughs> Work room. And I loved what she was wearing, first of all. So I kind of feel like, are we back with the fashion? You know, Raja's the fashion queen of the season straight out the gates. I really like Raja. She's one of my favorite winners. I enjoy her on Photo Fashion Review. However, I feel she was really lucky on her season that the season three was so crafty and like so many design challenges I think there was two balls and a design challenge it was very fashion focused the way it worked out I think if there had been a different set of challenges I think Manila probably probably would have won um so I think Raja I'm glad that no one's going home because I'd worry Raja would go home early enough I think Raja will bring great runways I'm not entirely sure how versatile she is in terms of like I know she's an okay snatch game she's an okay stand up before but I think there's a few challenges like talent shows and stuff if they do them musicals that she never had to do so it'll be interesting how she adapts to them so I'm a bit concerned she's not going to slay the competition but I think she'll slay the runways and I think that'll be her her legacy yeah, I completely agree with you I think that like that is 100% going to be the the area she excels in and it is like i suppose like she is like the drag race insider and that she's been doing the fashion photo review for the last like decades nearly at this point you know she so she understands exactly and like because her critique like she's been like offering critiques throughout the the competition on kind of like what the fashion needs to be so she'll know what she needs to bring she'll also know that she needs to be prepared for the tasks that maybe she isn't kind of naturally gifted in. So I think that she'll be, I I can imagine her going in there, either going in there, going in there well-prepared, but also probably not caring all that much. So kind of like, it's not like she's going in there to enjoy herself and to to have fun. And that could be quite good. Because otherwise I would worry in the same way that like, I don't know how I would see her. Like I can't see her like drop kicking off a, off a box. No. Um, I mean, she's, what, 47 now? So, yeah. like, you wouldn't want her to be dropkicking off a box either. No, no, you wouldn't. <laughs> um, so, yeah, like, I think she's a fantastic queen. I 100% would pay to go see her if she was supporting in Ireland. I just don't know how good of a competition queen she is based on the competition these days. Interesting fact. Fast fact. Fast fact moment from James. Raja was the first ever queen to come to Ireland under the dragged up moniker. Fun. There you go. And that was like about twelve years ago. It was like the year she won. So like Okay. (laughs) I think it was Raja and Willem were the were the first two. Okay. Mm. Okay, nice. Um Fun. Yeah. So excited to see her back. I do really like her, but I think she might struggle. 
the Vivian is the final queen to walk in, which I think is a gag. Like, I, I imagine if I had been watching this and didn't know the lineup, I think that would have been a gag because the kind of pretense was that it was just going to be the US winners. So I'm delighted we're getting an international flavor into the room. I think the Vivian is going in there with a disadvantage in the fact that she'd have won no money on her season, whereas everyone else won 100 grand. So she's yeah. definitely out of pocket going in. But I don't think she's out of pocket in terms of talent. Like, she's a full on all rounder. We, she could do comedy she wasn't the best dancer I think so maybe a yeah. girl group challenge she'll struggle at but like acting comedy snatch game improv all those things she'll have in the bag I think so I, I do think as well like she is incredibly likable as a car- as a as a, as, a, as a queen and I think that she's going to be I, I, I'm really excited to see her there and I, I am also really excited for the potential of another version of this where you get like winners from other international franchises in there as well like i think that would be very exciting though now that i'm thinking about it i'm like who would have strong enough english and i don't really care about ketamine anymore so priyanka oh priyanka now there that's that's the one that that i'm waiting for yeah (laughs) <laughs> you get you get you, we, we can have like four us queens and you have like priyanka and blue and lawrence and the winner of down under season two perfect <laughs> carmen farala after she's had an intensive uh, it, yeah. english class carmen Farrella sponsored by duolingo <laughs> 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 well i guess we've given you've given your top three um yeah i think it's gonna be shay and jinx's to to win basically and then i'd love to see the vivian do well I'd love to see Jada do well, but I think it'll be either Trinity or Monet who'll be in the top three in space with them. Yeah, I, I, I have a feeling we're looking at my my feeling is we're gonna get a I would like a Jinx, Monet, Shay, and um Vivian top four. Top four. Okay. But I, mean, but I mean that's half like that's a that's the halfway point. That's half the, the cast. Though, so. Yeah. so I guess we we, uh, we don't know entirely what the format's going to be like, but I believe no one's going home and there's like a point system and I don't know whether the point system guarantees you into the final or whether the point system is just like under you know uh, who can what? just choose from the lineup you know, who you know even if it's not number 1 you can just choose the top 4, I don't know. From what I've heard it's that the points are like like that uh, by at like week five if you like the top four point scorers move on and everyone else gets sent home oh like i think i think that's what it was so it's like when you get to the point like it is you're building up the points and then like that determines who's in the okay that's all for this episode in case you're wondering james wasn't available to do the intro and outro with me this week um that's why he's not here i haven't like edited him out uh so yeah join us back here next saturday for the next for the first episode of all stars seven i'm excited i hope you are too i'll talk to you then bye this show is part of the headstuff podcast network a hub for the creative and the curious Shows are produced in association with Headstuff and the Podcast Studios Dublin. Find out more or become a member at headstuffpodcasts.com.